We wanted a way that agents could hone their craft and be a part of a larger community, get the resources they need and information they need to know. We cover relevant topics in the industry that will help you close more sales. We talk to top producers and industry leaders to share knowledge and best practices from around the country. So if you want to make more sales, then listen up because we're dropping gold. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for joining the show again. I have an awesome guest today, my amazing friend, Hello. amazing person, and overall amazing leader and business owner, Galen Hendricks, is with me today to talk about some awesome stuff that's been going on in her world, stuff that's coming up, and stuff that you should be keeping an eye on. And uh, if you guys don't know who she is yet, you should, because she is a monster in the health insurance world, not just in the Medicare world, where she is definitely a monster in the Medicare world, but she's also uh, very famous now for being the queen of the bundle. So hey. she has a awesome moniker, and the queen of the bundle is here today to talk about a couple of awesome things that has been happening here in the past couple of months. One of them is that, uh, you know, I think a lot of people, Galen, have been asking you, why don't you have a stronger online presence for all the business stuff that you do? Um, you know, you're so well known in the industry. I've known you for obviously many, many years now. Yes. Um, but what is it that prompted you to finally put together your queen of the bundle page and start putting out content? Like what is it that, that tipped you over to say, you know what, it's time. Well, I happen to have two really good friends that have seemed to do pretty well with that. Uh, I don't have to go much further than Eric Fierro and Justin Brock. But, you know, I think y'all's encouragement uh, was a lot of that for me uh, because, you know, Justin kept going, hey, you're teaching me this. You're showing me this. You're saying same thing. And um, I started talking to more and more people. And one day, and this happened like probably about 18 months ago, I was teaching some folks some stuff and uh, we were going through it all. And I just looked at him and I said, I guess y'all can just call me queen of the bundle. And I got it because I had basically been watching uh, the craziest thing with my grandkids, um, Georgia the Jungle. You know, the old show, the Brandon yeah. Frazier one where he's flying through the trees. I think it came out in the 90s. And, you know, he was called the king of the jungle. Proud as he can be, you know, that dude. George, and so, George, George of the jungle. That's right. Yeah. I and so I was that. like, you know what? I think I found my name. I think I'm going to be queen of the bundle. So I threw it out there. I was training one of our call center partners when I threw it out there. And the guys just started laughing. They were like, that's who you are. And I was like, okay. So I kind of stuck on it a little while. You know me, I'm not overreactionary. And I had my personal Facebook and I was talking to anybody and everybody through my personal Facebook. But then one day I was like, you know, I think I can really help a lot of people in this day of cross-selling because more and more agents were reaching out to me saying, hey, do you charge a consultant fee? Do, can you come to my office? Can we do this? Because I already have my contracts with this person or I have my contracts with that person. You know, how can I pay you? I was in a large call center teaching them some stuff and they were like, we want you to get paid for this because you've helped us. How do we do that? And I was like, well, I don't really work on a consulting fee basis. What I really do is like to design products, teach agents and try to just make everybody happy that they're making money. 
that that really is the basic for what I do. I try not to get very complicated. And that was another reason I liked Queen of the Bundle. It was simple. People will remember it. And let's just face it. There's not a lot of me's out there, meaning <laughs> not Galen's, because I'm sure there's another Galen or two out there. But there's not a lot of females in our industry. And um, so I thought the Queen of the Bundle was appropriate. And because I've been doing it for so long. You know, I was talking to some folks yesterday in my office. And one of the persons said, so when did you start cross-selling? And I said, from the time I started in the business, yeah. you know, when we very first started selling Medicare supplements, you know, they weren't standardized and they had a wraparound type policy you could sell. You know, PDPs weren't even thought of in 1986. Um, and so the same thing with underage, you know, we sold hospital indemnity, the exact same thing we're selling now. And, you know, we had a wraparound policy. So we've been cross-selling forever. Um, you know, my dad was a cross-seller. I mean, he sold uh, life insurance and then they would sell these savings account type policies to people. I mean, so I've really seen it my whole life. And honestly, when Obamacare came along or the ACA rolled out, you know, I was terrified we weren't going to be able to have a product to make a living with. So... I was kind of forced to start selling cancer over the phone, forced to start selling dental vision hearing over the phone. And, and I also came about because agents were constantly complaining about their leads. And I was like, okay, if I gave those same leads to an in-house employee who reports directly to me and her paycheck is driven by her sales and, and not by who answers the phone or how far out they live, you know, does it cool down that complaining and do we start making more money? And then, you know, over time period, it wasn't overnight, but over like a two year period, we started seeing where we were selling one, two or three products in one phone call. So I went back to that time in my life. And when I decided to go on Facebook and come up with this queen of the bundle, I'd had it out there a long time, as you guys know, on hold, because y'all were liking, liking it, waiting for it to open up. But I really didn't know what people wanted to hear from me. I didn't know if they wanted to hear from me. Um, I didn't know if I would put it out there and it would go flat, but you know, we've had it out there now about 90 days. I think we're going to hit probably about a hundred days here real soon based on what I saw on it. And you know, we've got a little over 600 members right now because I don't do it all the time, but you know, we are starting to play with it more. Obviously, with a lot of the conferences I'm going to be speaking at, more and more people are joining it. And and I wasn't that person that wanted to go out and ask somebody who didn't know me to be their friend because I'm like, these people are going to think like I'm doing. What does this older woman want with me? Why is she asking me to be her friend? And then all of a sudden, I was getting things like, well, I was waiting or, you know, why did it take you so long? Or, you know, thank you for the friend request. And so obviously that's good for the soul. And I'm not mm. going to lie, good for the ego. Yeah. Um, we all have one of those. But, you know, it, it was heartwarming and it was great because, you know, in business, one of the things that, you know, uh, I've done a speech on here recently is about when you start getting, and I don't know if popular is the right word, but when you start getting your name famous. out there, just famous. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make you a little more uncomfortable. 
There you go. Bobby you know, famous. It is hard for me to talk about myself. And you and I have had this conversation. I mean, it's easy for me to talk about myself if somebody is cutting me down. Yeah. And I know I'm better than what they're saying. Man, I'll, I'll fight with you all day on that. Or it, but or if it's somebody I love and somebody's cutting them down. I, man, I'll go to the rat races with you on that. But putting yourself out there and being... Um, braggy about what you do has never been my style. You know, I, I've grown up humble, you know, it was crazy because I've had people go, well, tell me your story. You know, tell me how you got here, you know, cause we've heard of you for a long time, but we don't know much about you. And so a lot of people thought that the business we have now was my dad's business. You know, my dad was a debit agent. I mean, he died long before I started this agency. And then some people thought it was, you know, people who worked for me's business because women didn't own FMOs. You know, I've got a good friend in Michigan that's uh, overtaken her brother and family business and has excelled and a great friend, but there just weren't many of us. So mm -hmm. I was kind of a little nervous about that. You know, what, are, what is everybody going to think about this girl coming into this circle? And, you know, so. But I have to say, as always in my career, I've been received just amazing. Everybody's been so nice to me and everybody's joined my page and invited me to be on their pages. And, you know, I was telling somebody yesterday, I get about 40 page likes a day and I know y'all get that all the time. Uh, but to me, that was like, okay, sure. Like, 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 like. Um, and so it's just been very humbling and it's very heartwarming. Um, you know, I love helping people. I think that that, you know, somebody asked me the other day, what would I want to be said about me when I die? And I think there's three things that I was, you know, generous that I tried to help people. And lastly, that I was a good wife, mom, grandmother, friend, all that stuff. And, yeah. you know, and that's really kind of what the way I look at queen of the bundle, it's like when people see that I want people to see she's willing to share any time. She's willing to make time for me. If I need something, um, I have a ton of friends in this business. So if somebody calls me up and says, Hey, you know, what's the best CRM, you know, I'll tell them what I know. You know, if somebody asks me what's the best, you know, university, you know, I might let them know it's Eric Fierro's class because I do believe that. And I'm, and you didn't ask me to say that. I'm telling you the truth. Cross my heart. Appreciate it. Thank you. But you know, at the end of the day, I mean, lots of people, you know, we've, we've kind of paid the price. We've made a lot of mistakes and I don't want people who are operating on a limited budget, trying to start their deal uh, not feeling like they can't call me. And I do have a lot of friends in high places and, you know, I will reach out and I will get them that information. I was spoke, I was speaking to a young lady yesterday that I've known for a really long time and we get done. I tell her what all I'm going to help her with. And she said, so what do I owe you for this? And I said, you don't owe me anything because I'm going to teach you how to write products where I get paid on those. Yeah. And you don't know me anything. And, and it really warmed my heart when she said, I just can't believe that. That's crazy. Cause I'm not <laughs> the superstar you are. And I said, well, first of all, you are because I wouldn't be investing time in you if I didn't think you could be a potential superstar. And you know, at the end of the day, I think that that's what I love about being on Facebook now more so as queen of the bundle, even more than being Galen 
Robert Hendricks, which is my normal profile, because I get to be the person that I've always wanted to be. I get to help and, you know, teach what I know. And, you know, someday, you know, we all leave this earth, right? Yeah. Hopefully that makes an impact on somebody. Let's, let's look at, you know, that, that brought something up in my mind right now. When you mentioned teaching, there's, um, there's an adage, very famous adage that says, those who can do those who can't teach. I don't feel that that fits very well in our industry. I feel that yeah. you and I are very capable and do very well in doing, but we can also do very well in teaching. Am I, do you agree with me in that? Well, absolutely. You know, one of the things that I try to tell all the young folks I work with in this business and, and you know, there's no, there's no doubt or lie to me that the reason those young folks are attracted to me is I kind of come across as Mama Galen. And that's probably the other moniker I should have come out with other than Queen of the Bundle. <laughs> but I always try to encourage them that, you know, you're going to make enough money. You just being who you are and doing what you do and bringing that talent with you every day when you wake up. It may not be the amount of money you thought it was going to be today, and it may not be the amount of money you thought it was going to be in a year from now, but it will be there. I mean, there's a lot of you young guns making a whole lot more money than I did, a whole lot faster than I did. Um, and, you know, for a long time, I didn't talk about, you know, me doing well because I thought that was kind of braggy. So, you know, but now since it's kind of out there and everybody is talking about how well they do on Facebook and everything, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not starving. I've been very blessed and, you know, everything we've done here, we've been debt free and I'm very proud of that. But I think the thing I'm most proud of our organization is, is that we constantly share and we have so many people that I respect and admire. And actually some of them are some of my best friends and I love them. They will say, I cannot believe you're sharing this with us. When Taylor said we could come in and y'all would teach us everything, we were like, okay, what are we gonna have to pay to do that? And he was like, nothing. That's what we do. Yeah, exactly. And I spoke to a guy that I so admire in this business a couple of days ago that said the same thing. He goes, you're always gonna be a sharer. He goes, that's who you are. That's who you were made to be, you know, and I am a faith person and, and I wouldn't be myself if I didn't feel like I could just speak freely. And that's what I do from the stage. That's what I do on these podcasts is, you know, I just feel like God looks at us and says, Hey, the more you give, the more I'm going to give you. And, and I think if we all have that kind of mentality, you know, I got made fun of because I'm a big believer in the golden rule by some attorneys not too long ago. And they were like, oh, so you do this, but you believe in the golden rule. And I said, hey, everybody makes mistakes. Yep. There's not a person on this planet that hadn't made a mistake or said something that they wish they didn't say. But that doesn't mean that my philosophy of life has changed. You know, and it's just because honestly, there are certain occupations out there that don't treat us that way. Yeah. You know, when you look at some of the attorneys and what they charge and what they take from people uh, and what the person should have been given, you know, I don't buy into that. You know, I don't buy into things where, you know, there's pyramid schemes and, 
you know, you, you come in early and all those people make money, but the people that are helping those people push to the top, they don't make money. And that's not how the insurance business is. Everybody in this business has the opportunity to better themselves, make more money. They walk in every day of their life being able to give themselves a raise. They don't have to go into anybody and ask for a raise. They just have to work a little harder. They have to ask for a little more. And, you know, and I think that goes to what you just said, Eric. If, if, they, if they don't feel like they're doing what they want to do, then they need to get with somebody out there that will share with them and help them because there are a lot of people that will do that. I still believe in the good and you know, y'all seen my Facebook here lately. I am trying to spread love and kindness because I think this COVID thing is scary. I think it's more emotional illness right now than there even is physical sickness. And that's scary for me, especially for our insurance agents because we are people, people. Yeah. We need to be around people. We are fed by others in our industry. And what I love most about the group that is attracted to me and I'm attracted to them is they're trying to create that vibe. It's not a bunch of cutthroat going on. You know, when I grew up in this business, there was a ton of cutthroat. And, uh, and it had to do with about six insurance magnets and they all lived in the Dallas Fort Worth area and they all were great friends when they were around, but the minute they got separate, they all talked about each other and I, I'd hated it then and I don't like it now. And I love what I see when I'm out in a group on Facebook or some of the happy hours that's been going on or some of the, can I call you and ask you how you do this or what do you use for this system? And I see everybody giving that feedback. Man, I love it. I mean, you don't have to go much further on Facebook than to, to find a good dude like you and Medicare gurus and Christian Brindle and all the other ones. I mean, there's so many of them, I can't even name them all, but I can go into any of those groups and they're respectful, they're kind, they're just, they make you just feel so humble. I mean, they, they really do. And, you know, I, I'm just so proud to be associated with such great people in a business. And I don't know that everybody can say that about the businesses that they're in, especially during this day and time. Yeah, I think we're in again, I'm, I'm very, very humbled that you even consider me a friend because I respect you so much and everything that you've done in this industry. Um, so I want to unpack your name a little more, Queen of the Bundle. So the people who don't know can know why do they call you Queen of the Bundle? What do you bundle together in the underage market? And then what do you bundle together in the Medicare market or in the senior market? So in the underage market, always we start with the ACA option. We want to make sure that it's a good, you know, if, is it a good fit for the client? Are they going to be able to afford the premium? Do they qualify for a subsidy? And if they don't, then we go to the Obamacare alternative route. And at that point, we talk about a short-term medical or we talk about a hospital indemnity benefit plan. And our hospital indemnity benefit plan is affordable choice. It's one I designed with Manhattan back in 2010. It is by far the best on the market. Uh, we change it every day and not all ideas are my ideas. We listen to the agents. We bring in things that will make that plan better and better and better. Um, as you well know, we uh, 
had to go to the government and file a lawsuit in order to keep that plan alive. Uh, we won the lawsuit on appeal and uh, on David Harris's advice and uh, pushing me in the right direction said, hey, this is a win for the industry. You know, I know our names are on the win, but it's a win for the industry. And that's when I really started getting opened up to the fact that, you know, we are an industry. We are a group of people. So we then take, moving on, because uh, I could talk about that all day long, because that was just an incredible victory. But it showed me that some of my best friends are uh, the carriers I work with. They support yeah. me till the end of the moon. Yeah. Um, but we continue on. And what we package with that is a dental vision and hearing, always a lump sum cancer plan. Always, always, always. Because in both of those plans, short-term medical and affordable choice, there's weakness on cancer. And um, agents all the time will say, no, short-term medical is better than you know a hospital indemnity benefit plan. And I'm like, no, you're wrong, because a short-term medical plan is called exactly what it is, short-term. So when you're no longer a viable risk for that company, you're canceled. You can't renew anymore. And they've thrown you out to the wolves. So if you don't have a guaranteed renewable product built into that benefit package, your agent has not done a good job. And I will fight with agents till the end of time on that. You know, I have sold some short-term medical. I will continue to sell short-term medical because it's a good fit for some people. Yeah. Uh, short-term medical came about because of people being out of work for a short term you know, out of college, not found a job for a short term, but it's not meant to be their health insurance. They need guaranteed renewability because a lot of that product is being written in that 50 to 64 year old age market. And if that customer gets told at age 59, we're not renewing you anymore. And they already told you they can't afford the ACA plan and they've got cancer, and you didn't sell them a cancer plan in order to pay the premiums for that ACA plan, you've left that client totally exposed and you just didn't do a good job. So then you've got short-term medical, you've got cancer. We have a great out-of-pocket protection plan that we sell to clients who either have short-term medical with high out-of-pockets or we sell it to a client on an ACA plan because they're not expecting the big out-of-pocket that they're going to get. The worst thing than people not having health insurance is people having free health insurance and not knowing that they got to pay the doctor the $8,100 out of pocket first before your plan pays. Yep. And these doctors are spending a fortune trying to run down these people who aren't paying them anything because their agent didn't take the time to educate them on underage health, how it works. Um, I believe that if you sell any of these plans correctly and your client has half a brain, they make the decision on what works best for themselves. It's not the agent telling the client what to do. It's the agent educating the client on what their choices are and they have the freedom of choice. And then you write the client the products that they need and we have a lot of clients that we do the short-term medical affordable choice combination with 
that later call in and just say, I think this short-term medical is a waste of money. You know, we wrote some of the Christian Health Share ministry plans. We had more complaints on those plans because they negotiate until they owe practically nothing to the hospital or the facility. But the affordable choice plans already paid like a year before. I've got two appendectomy claims right now that the health sharing ministries is still not paid, but affordable choice and out-of-pocket protection paid 18 months ago. Jeez. And I'll still have agents say, that's a better plan because you have to pay this and then they pay all of this after the co-insurance. Okay, well, newsflash, if they're not paying anything, it doesn't matter what they pay after the co-insurance. And they're not regulated. And the only reason we sold them for a limited period of time was for the penalty. You know, I have an insurance license, you have an insurance license, Anybody that's selling insurance products has an insurance license. And if you sell plans that are not regulated by the government, you better make sure you're selling a plan alongside that that is so your customer is taken care of by its state government. Not federal government, state government. Because that's who regulates insurance companies. So I'm very, very proud of the relationships that I have on the underage side. Um, you know, we write a ton of cancer on the underage side and, uh, we have for a long time and we will continue to do that. It's the best fit for both markets. Um, somebody asked me the other day, if I was going to get into the business and start writing a product, what do I write? I said, hands down cancer. Cause you can sell in all marketplaces with it. Mm -hmm. So I still believe that in the senior business. That has been a whirlwind of fun, actually, because when we first started bringing the senior product to Aetna, we literally were selling in the underage market with it. Uh, nobody had sold it in the senior market. Very little of it was sold. As a matter of fact, Aetna at that time, I'm going to get the right number because I've been told anywhere from 750 to 900,000 a year is what they were writing up until 13 when we took over. When we took over, we're now writing in January, for instance, we had a $900,000 month just in cancer, <laughs> just in cancer. Now that encompasses some AEP and when everybody is getting going, but I think I asked Taylor the other day and we're averaging like 700,000, but still per month, that's yeah. what they were writing a year. Yeah. Um, and the insurance companies for the longest were pushing me as well. We're pushing to people, the only way you can sell a cancer plan is in a group or to individuals and make them understand that, you know, if you have to travel to this hospital or if you have to take your kid here or you've got to do this, well, people don't understand that. I don't even understand indirect medical costs when somebody sells me something. I mean, if somebody were to sell me a car and say, well, this is not covered because of indirect medical, I mean, indirect costs, I'd be like, well, what's indirect about it, you know? <laughs> So I've kind of, it's still in our PowerPoint and we still talk about it, but it wasn't really until we went to Aetna and I remember sitting down with my business partner and saying, okay, I need to understand how these MedAvantage plans work. I need to know what their out-of-pocket is and I just went to school on it. And then I was at a class that Taylor sent me to at Aetna because he couldn't make it. And I asked the guys there, I said, What's the biggest things y'all deal with on the MA plans? 
and a guy at the time who I just adored, he's no longer with Aetna, but he, he said, there's two things. First thing is, everybody calls in here thinking not only is it zero premium, is zero out of pocket. And I'm like, well, why do they think that? Because all these agents tell me they have to read these disclosures and they have to talk about all this stuff. Well, then Taylor started breaking down the highlight sheet for me and the disclosures. And then we did what we do best and we powwow together. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that is a ton of money. That It costs more on an MA plan for cancer, for chemo and radiation than it does to bury somebody. Because you're going to be out of pocket up to $6,700 maximum on a pay-as-you-go plan. And that's what I call MA. You know, it's zero premium, so you're not paying a med subtype premium. And if you never go in the hospital, great. You never owe anything. But we all know as you get older, there's a 77% chance when you turn 55, that's where cancers occur. Well, if you have a zero premium product, you're going to pay $6,700 for year one. Then you're probably going to pay $6,700 for year two. Because if their luck's like mine, it's not timed in a calendar year. I'm probably going to get diagnosed in November and have to pay $6,700 in December and then go through the whole next year. Because that's just how life works. Yeah. So the way we uh, cross-sell in that market, obviously, you guys watching can tell I have a lot of passion about the cancer product. <laughs> um, and a lot of that has to do with my personal story. But it's a med advantage, cancer hands down. And now I'm on the bandwagon of short-term recovery care because I've started finding out the more of these teachings and coachings I've done, these people that are buying med advantage don't have a lot of money in the bank. So when they have to go into a long-term care facility like my mother did, my mother got booted out after 21 days. I was told to come pick her up, but then I'm told by doctors I can't take care of her. So I had nowhere to, to take her. So I had to find her a Medicaid pending bed in two days because they gave me a day grace at the place she was at. And I started thinking about all that and how I was on the hook for $135 a day. And then short-term recovery care became a very big uh, product for me because not everybody can afford long-term care. And if they can, they're going to have to have a longer elimination period. So you can buy a short-term recovery care po policy and you can pay 30, 50 bucks for that. And then if you're that person on MA and they tell you they can't afford it, well, they can't afford not to have it because they may have nowhere to go. Where are they going to go? It's like foster kids. You turn 18, here's you a bus ticket and $100 from the government. Go find your way. Well, you can't do that with seniors because if they're needing to go into a long-term care facility, they're sick. And we have no real geriatric advocacy in this country. When you finally have to deal with a parent or grandparent and you go to the hospital, you're going to find out geriatrics is not a specialty. In matter of fact, it's a, almost like a, okay, whatever kind of thing. And we just should not be treating our seniors that way in, in a country as rich as the U.S. of A. And that's probably going to be my new lobby. I am fixing to pound on some people about that because I just think it's heartbreaking. Yeah. And what I found out from the expert at uh, Edna the other day on short-term recovery care is if you are applying for a Medicaid pending bed, 
you can use that short-term recovery care to go to any licensed facility. So it nice. can be assisted living, it can be nursing home, it can be, you can have home health care if it's allowed in your state. So there, those products go great on MedAdvantage. In MedSup, everybody used to think Plan F or G with a PDP and you're highfalutin, move on down the road. That couldn't be so far from the truth. And I'm surprised it took somebody with such underage experience to figure it out because everybody in that should have figured it out. I remember when Taylor and I were trying to create these sales tracks and he was like, you're right. He goes, I get it. He goes, and look where they can be out here and look where they can be out there. And so having somebody who was so involved in the senior world, here's somebody that was really engaged at that time in the underage world, bringing us both together and figuring out those sales tracks was really instrumental in that plan getting going. But you know, I started out in the MedSup world, so it's brought me full circle. And it's just been a ton of fun the last, especially uh, four or five months, getting on calls with agents and MedAdvantage uh, organizations and groups like yours and groups like Medicare Gurus and saying, hey, did y'all know this? Did y'all know that? And they're like, no, we didn't. And then I had a webinar today where after it was done, 15 compliments, most engaging conversation I've ever had on cancer. Didn't know you could sell cancer that way. I've been selling med advantage my entire career and never even realized that a client who has no money in the bank, who's living on limited means and who has filed for every federal assistance program known to man could be out 20 grand on this zero premium product because they just haven't been taught it. There's not enough talk about it. You know, I think there should be commercials about this kind of thing. And I think I need to be the first one that does it. So nobody's still my thing. <laughs> there you go. But you know, I, I think it's crazy. And the, and the good thing about doing uh, cross selling is we now call them retirement packages. So when we talk to somebody turning 65, we're going to say, you have reached the promised land. You deserve the best retirement benefit package you get because you've worked hard. So you're never going to get healthier than you are today. You're never going to get wealthier than you are today, especially with our economic situation right now. And by the way, you know, we want to build you a package you deserve because if you're getting a give back from your MA program, you shouldn't be spending that at the casino. You should be spending that on your health benefits. And then if you have money left over, then go put that in a slot machine. Yeah. You know, um, and, you know, you need dental vision and hearing, you know. So in the cross-selling of MedSup, it's dental vision hearing. It's the short-term recovery care. It's cancer. You never sell hospital indemnity with a MedSup. There's, there's not a place for it. It's a waste of their money. Um, they don't get any real true benefit for it. So, you know, to me, that's just not a good combination. Um, there is some hospital indemnity sold in the med advantage market, but you know, we've done this 30, 60, 90 that we've rolled out through queen of the bundle. I mean, we busted our, at the time, our attendance record, we, we ran out of space and we had some people irritated. They couldn't get on the call but we did send it out to everybody. We still send it out to everybody because what it does is it makes an agent ask for a budget. 
for people watching this that have been in sales for any time, they know about the Ben Franklin clothes. You know, it's a choice clothes. And no one can deny that Ben Franklin was a smart dude. That's why it's called that. So giving a 30, 60, 90 approach, which works better in your budget, at least gives you somewhere to start with your client. You can build them a nice benefit package. If there's zero premium, they're spending $90 for like four products. If they bought a plan in MedSup, they're spending about $135, $140. Plan in's a great buy. Uh, you know, I'm constantly talking to people in the business, whether it's David Chambers with Cigna or, you know, Ty Woldridge with Aetna or, you know, David Harris with Manhattan, Todd Hayden saying, hey, you know, what are y'all looking at in the market? And I'm constantly told that Plan N is going to have very few rate increases, if any, because it's just going to be a very good plan. It doesn't have any sick people in it. You know, it's just going to be very well managed and carriers are going to be able to give the client what they deserve. And what's great for an Obamacare client coming into a plan in, they're going to have co-pays, but my word, they're so far less than an $8,100 out of pocket that that's the buy. Yeah. So being able to build these packages makes you more of an advisor than the insurance agent that's trying to do a quick pitch and just get the meds up or just get the med advantage. And I'm gonna warn our audience on something because we've done so much training on the cancer. If you're not talking to your clients about cancer, somebody's gonna come behind you and possibly take that customer from you because I've heard that from a couple of really good agents who have said, I hate throwing myself under the bus. Well, somebody came in and talked about the cancer plan with Aetna and took my mutual of Omaha sale. So now I don't have a mutual of Omaha customer anymore. And now that other agent has the Aetna cancer and the Ascendo product. Yeah. So that's happening, guys. I mean, and, it, and this is spreading like wildfire. And you might as well get on the bandwagon and join us because I've missed some bandwagons in my time with regret. Um, and join us. You know, you can increase your income 30% just by attaching it. We have some call centers attaching it 38% of the time. That That's tells awesome. you clients want it. Yeah. You, you said now you mentioned 30, 60, 90. Is that in reference to premium 30, 60, 90 or is that yes. reference? Okay. Premium. Okay. So it doesn't always mean you're going to fall straight at $90 guys. What you're trying to do is get a focal point of where your client can afford. If you say, look, I want to build you a comprehensive plan. Comprehensive is a code word because nobody likes being liable for anything. Comprehensive means you're going to be taken care of for most of the stuff. Insurance, when it started, was never meant to get you out of everything owing zero, a goose egg. It was never created for that reason. But we kind of live in a world of entitlement where people think if I'm paying X, then you should take care of all of Y. And that's not how it works. And that's something I really hate that's happened in the last 15 to 20 years. Because when I got started in the business, it wasn't that way. You bought insurance just to keep you out of bankruptcy courts. So you could take care of your family. Then we came into a world where 
we had some people that I did things that weren't so good for the industry and they came out with these have your cake and eat it two plans and then they started charging outrageous rates and then don't even get me started on the association business we had these guys coming in with association stuff and just really ripping people off and I'll just say if you're involved in an association or an association plan you need to make sure it's something like you know triple a or you know double arp when you're 50 making sure you're not paying an arm and a leg for something that you don't get you know i've i've run across other organizations there's one um i believe it's called um something mac and i love their organization i mean i've gotten to know them because they run a lot of business and they literally care about the members in their association. So we've got a lot of people in the under age 65 business and senior business that get taken down that association path. And I would just, I would put my blinders up. If you're gonna do that, I would make sure that you know exactly what that association is doing for your client. We've all been there, we've all made that mistake. So just make sure you really understand what your client's getting. Absolutely. Well. I wanted to, I think we were running on time because uh, I know that you got to get to other stuff. So I do appreciate your time on here, but I do want to make one last mention. Um, you're going to be speaking at the 8% Nation Conference, right? Yes. And so excited. that's a big deal. Uh, do, can you give the audience an idea of what you're going to be talking on at the conference? Well, so, you know, we just did the virtual one and, you know, that was my first time to do a virtual one. So I was scared, you know, I'm used to being like, you know, I'm pretty good in front of people. I can wing it. I, I got that down. Yeah. But when I had to do this video, I was a little worried about it, but I was surprised just another humbling situation. Cause I, you were one of the first people I talked to about it where I couldn't believe how my phone was blowing up. And I just got another text from Cody today saying that they ran another video and it's gone crazy today, which great. I'm excited about that. But I talk about being a 35 year overnight success, you know, and I also talk about having haters in this business. The more you become successful, the more other people are not always in your corner. And you've gotta, you gotta put them in the proper perspective in your success journey. They're gonna be along your success journey because they are part of what makes you great. And I came up with something the other day. I said, those people that are gonna hate are what's gonna make you great. And you know, I like to have rhyming things because it makes me remember it. And so when I'm having one of those bad days and somebody's kind of attacking me or they don't like what I put on Facebook, I've just really tried to realize that I can't take all that personally. So what I hope to bring to 8% Nation this year is, you know, hang with it, persevere, know that it's not overnight, know that anything worth having is worth working for. And you're going to have people that are, aren't always your biggest fans, but that's the minority on your team, but they're still on your team. And I know that doesn't make sense to a lot of people, but I will tell you throughout my career, I've had a lot of doubters. I've had some haters. I've had some not so good encouragers, but they've made me so much better. And what I ask all of you to do is to come to 8% Nation. I promise you that I'm going to try to be as inspirational and as motivational because I hate falling asleep when someone's speaking. So I don't want you being that person. 
Um, but my goal is to make you walk out of there going, you know, I can do this. I need to keep doing this and I need to keep working hard. If somebody around you is working 40 hours a week and you want to be better than they are, work 42 hours a week, work 44 hours a week. Be okay, but also have balance in your life. There's a lot of things in my life when you ask about regrets, I don't have many. But the one I have is that I lost focus on balance along the way. And sometimes my family paid the price for the success I have today. And so I encourage all people, not just the young ones, but even the ones my age today, you know, slow down a little bit, have time with your family, have that family dinner. I can say that I didn't miss family dinners. Um, and I didn't miss Little League games, and I was in Booster Club. But there were things that if I could take back, I would. But hope to be really inspirational and um, hope that everybody walks away wanting more. And um, because that's, that's who I listen to. You know, I can't go a day without speaking about Zig Ziglar or Norman Vincent Peale. I mean, they were very um, influential in my life. And, and that's kind of what I want to bring to 8% Nation. Um, and just be there to help people be better and to be that encourager that they know they can count on at any time. That's awesome. Well, we look forward to it. And again, thank you so much for coming on this podcast and having this great conversation. I think a lot of agents are going to get some great information and great uh, takeaways from it. So uh, hit up 8% Nation. Come see her in person. You can meet her in person. She is a delight to be with in person. She's a great, great friend of mine. So again, I You made me glow. <laughs> I put a thing out on Queen, uh, Queen of the Bundle today about glowing. So Eric, as always, you're a great interviewer. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day too. Uh, I appreciate everything you do for the industry. Um, we can't wait to see all of you at 8% Nation. Again, if you're not a friend on uh, Queen of the Bundle, please go be my friend. Yep. Uh, we would love to help and influence you as well. So have a great day. Hi, Eric, have a great Memorial Day. Are you going to hang out by yeah. the pool? I, I sure am. <laughs> can't Best do much time. else right now. So. That's right. So that's what we're going to do. Okay. Thank you so much and have a great day, everyone. All right. Thank you, guys. See you later. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast. If you want access to a huge discount on this proven system that gets agents writing business, increasing their revenues, and providing the ability to scale 100% over the phone, then send me a text message at 480-573-7559. This is a discount on the all-access package and applies to life and Medicare agents in the senior insurance industry. If you want access to the product knowledge, the scripts, the tools, the ongoing training, then you found the right place at SeniorSalesUniversity.com. Again, SeniorSalesUniversity.com. See you on the next one.